The following message is a teaching by Dr. Jason DeRoshi, Associate Professor of Old Testament at Bethlehem College and Seminary in Minneapolis, Minnesota. More information about Jason can be found at deroshi-meyer.org. It's a delight to be with you this morning. It's a joy to be back with you. I was here at Pastor David's installation. It is an honor for me to be part of this ordination installation service for Pastor Nick. The Apostle Paul said not to lay hands on elders too quickly. But the elders here at Sojourners have carefully interviewed, prayerfully examined Pastor Nick and truly believe that the Lord has called him to this task. And as I stand here affirming their evaluation, it is my prayer for you, Pastor Nick, that God will do for you on this day what he did for Timothy so long ago when hands were laid upon him and a special spiritual gift was given to him for the task that God had called him to. My charge this day is simple. Stay plugged into the power or the light will not be on. If you will, open your Bibles with me to the book of Romans. Romans 1.16 is the verse I want to focus on. Very familiar text. It's the thesis for the entire book of Romans. I've been asked to give a specific charge to Pastor Nick. And so you'll hear my words are mostly directed to him. My eyes will be looking at him. And yet, what I have to say is applicable to all who are believers in this room. May the Lord speak to us from his word. Romans 1.16, Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Let's pray. Father, meet us now. Apart from you, we can do nothing, but with you, all things are possible, including opening up our eyes and stirring our hearts that we might image you who are worthy of all. I pray that you would meet us in this time. Thank you for calling, upholding, and bringing Pastor Nick to this place. Thank you that you are working in Soldierner's Church. Meet us now. Amen. Pastor Nick, like Paul, you have been set apart for the gospel of God. The good news that God reigns, saves, and satisfies through Jesus, the divine, crucified, and resurrected Messiah. My first observation from this text is that it's sinners who need to be saved, and you're one of them. You can't save yourself, and the good news is that there is one who can. Now, I didn't say that you simply needed to be saved. What I said is that you are a person who needs to be saved right now, and who will need to be saved tomorrow. For the Apostle Paul, salvation was more than just conversion. Salvation was about all of life, past, present, and future. Ephesians 2 verse 8. By grace you have been saved through faith. But Paul can then say in 1 Corinthians 1.18, The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And then back in Romans chapter 5, verse 9, he asserts, Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from the wrath of God? 
have been saved, are being saved, how much more shall we be saved? Philippians 2.12. We are called to work out our salvation with fear and with trembling. And then in our passage, Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to save sinners who believe, to save them past, present, and future. Nick, for you to be a pastor who pushes these people to prize the perfections of Christ, you need to be daily reminding yourself that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. You need to be saved every day from sinfulness, every day from the curse, every day from the wrath of God. And it's Jesus alone who is that great Savior. You're not good by yourself. You need His goodness to be applied with you. Blood-bought goodness purchased at the cross. God is a just judge, and He must either punish the sinner, or He can choose to punish the substitute. And in His great love, Jesus became the substitute. Jesus became the one who took upon Himself at the cross God's wrath against sinners like you and sinners like me who believe in Him. For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. Pastor Nick, this is a very dark world. There are many enemies to your faith and to the faith of those in this room. Temptations to compromise are present with every click of the mouse, with every walk through the supermarket line. Every time you pay a bill, Every commercial you watch on television, temptations looming. But the potential for dishonoring God is even, is even deeper than that because all things are from God, all things are from Him, and all things are to be to Him. So that means every morning if you take a, a bite of oatmeal, if you take a swig of orange juice, in that moment there's the potential of dishonoring or honoring the King of the universe. Whether you eat, whether you drink, do it all for the glory of our God. All of life is about worship. No closet of our lives can be left uncleaned for every bit of us. Every bit of you, Nick, is to be declaring there is only one God and I love him with all. Pride and prejudice, bitterness and blame, laziness and lust. Apathy and resentment, doubt and deceit, all of these are enemies that Jesus defeated at the cross and they are to be your enemies. In this broken world filled with broken people, what can rescue a man from pornography's grip? What can help a a mother who loses a child through miscarriage? What can reconcile an estranged father and son or overcome the plague of racism or sexism in our souls? What can defeat the arrogance of the human heart? What can move a person into the messy and yet beautiful world of adoption? What can cause a person to say goodbye to family and friends here in the West and all the comforts that we have in order to go abroad for the sake of the name of Jesus Christ as a missionary? The good news of Jesus is the only power of God that can save us from our selfishness And move us into people who savor more than anything else our Savior. Pastor Nick, as you work closely with the leaders here at Sojourners, seek to make every song, every service, 
Every preaching moment and all the programming saturated with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The power of God that saves, that saves you, that will save others, is alone the gospel. If you're not plugged in, the light of Christ will not be on. Only when you're a person that remembers that you are a sinner will you be in a position to point others to the Savior. But how does this work? How is it that the gospel of God is the power for salvation? To save us from sin, to save us from the curse. How does that work practically? The power of the cross and resurrection comes to us first through blood-bought pardon. For the Christian, every step toward glory is built on the mercy of the cross that God is already, right now, 100% for us in Christ. In our walk with Jesus, the only sins that you and I can conquer are sins that have already been pardoned. We need to know that God is 100% for us. We need blood-bought power to pursue holiness. We're not trying to get God to be for us. In Jesus, He already is for us. And we need to be reminding ourselves daily of the pardon that He has secured. There's so much power in this kind of freedom. No condemnation, now I dread. We face opposition, we confront temptation, believing that in Jesus, all authority in heaven and on earth is already working for us, is present with us, that already wrath has been removed, that already mercy has been secured, that already sin has been conquered, that already hope has been gained, and that power right now is real for us. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? The gospel is the power For your salvation. So if you need to be saved from pride. Just creating a ministry context. That's focused on the cross. Where a substitute died for the sake of sinners. If you're struggling with pride. The cross will level your self-exaltation. And put you where you need to be. If your struggle is discouragement. And many ministers struggle with discouragement. Just considering the overwhelming love of God shown us at the cross will help you overcome your despondency. God loves you, Nick. God loves you. The cross will help you defeat fear. Fear of man, fear of failure, fear of loss, fear of lack. How does the cross do that? Because the victor at the cross overcome, overcame the greatest enemy and that victor is now working for you. Recalling blood-bought pardon has an amazing power in our sanctification. Being a cross-centered minister will remind you of how God's wrath-overcoming love conquered you who deserve none of it. And as you focus on what Jesus has done for you, it will empower you to love the broken, love the marginalized, love those who are simply hard to love and Though looking out at these beautiful faces, it's hard to believe. Sometimes I imagine they may be difficult to love. And you're going to need power. Power that only Jesus can give. The reality of blood-bought pardon becomes an amazing power for your salvation and the salvation of your people. So be a gospel 
saturated minister. But the power of the gospel comes to us not only through pardon. The pardon itself secures blood-bought promises. And here I say something you already know. That all of us who are saved live between the poles of the past grace of pardon and the future grace of promise. That's where we exist every single day of our lives. It wasn't too long ago that my wife Teresa had to do something that she had never done before. She had to write a goodbye letter to a Christian friend in her 40s. This mom had terminal cancer, four children, a loving husband, and was given two weeks before she would see Jesus face to face. What held her faith strong all the way through her battle was her belief God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Her belief that through suffering, God was still on the throne. Her belief that Christ was worth her trust. Her belief that he had prepared a place for her. And her belief that when she was gone, God would not forget her family. The good news purchased for her in Jesus was the power that preserved her through every stage of her salvation until she reached glory, where right now she sits in the very presence of the resurrected living Son of God. Nick, what you hope for tomorrow will change who you are today. God has granted us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may partake of the divine nature and escape the corruption of the world brought about by corrupt desire. Blood-bought promises provide power and every promise is already yes in Jesus. We wage war against lust. How? Because we are believing that the pure in heart will see God. We overcome bitterness in our soul and we're empowered to love those who hurt us. How? Because we believe the promise, vengeance is mine, I will repay. We fight covetousness and nurture contentment in our hearts because we're trusting the Lord when he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. And when we experience deep loss, We hold fast to the hope my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And finally, when death's shadow comes near, we say to live is Christ, to die is gain. And the Lord is my shepherd. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear for you are with me. The gospel is the power of God to save Past, present, and future. The gospel is the power because of blood-bought pardon and because of blood-bought promise. Pastor Nick, in the presence of these leaders and the other members of Soldier's Church, I charge you in the name of the resurrected Son of God to stay plugged in to the gospel power so that the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ may shine through you and overflow in this place and into this community, providing hope and help. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the ministry of Dr. Jason DeRoshi, Associate Professor of Old Testament at Bethlehem College and Seminary in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others. 
But please do not charge for these copies or alter their content in any way without written permission from Jason Deroshi. For more information on Bethlehem College and Seminary, we invite you to visit online at bcsmn.org. For more information on Dr. Deroshi, visit online at deroshi-meyer.org. Proclaiming the kingdom and treasuring a God who rules, saves, and satisfies through covenant for His glory in Christ.